3, 4. Hello and good evening. This is Lady Gwendolyn and welcome to my show Under the Rowan Tree. Now, for those of you who have been around for a while, you know that Under the Rowan Tree isn't anything new. But if, if you, you're just joining us, let me explain what under the Roman tree is. Hello, Brittany. Hello, Emily. <laughs> um, <clears throat> so under the Rowan tree was created back in 2020. Um, I sat down at the computer every night um, for however long, like at least an hour, sometimes longer, um, and I taught a class. And that seemed to help a lot of people. I connected with with a, a large group of people who are still with me today. Um, it just seemed like a really good idea. But the thing was, the reason I had to stop, it burnt me out because I was going live every single night. And you can't keep going on like that until you and then you had a brick wall and that's exactly what I did. Um, it ended shortly after Yule, I believe, in 2020. Um, because it, it just overwhelmed me and then it made me not like Yule. Um, so I was like, that's it. I don't want to do nothing anymore. I was done. Um, but I have this time from now until February, whenever my show Divination Night starts to fill. And I thought it would be a good idea since most of the time we're home on Wednesday evenings and we've, we've just had dinner and, and just sitting around and trying to relax and scroll through the phone. Well, why not have me in your background? Why not listen and uh, maybe learn something. So Under the Rowan Tree is, uh, was originated on a, a Rowan Temple of Light. But since I'm high priestess of that and I'm, you know, it was, the name was created by one of our priestesses. We thought it would be a good idea to just do it on Lady Gwendolyn Healing and Rowan Temple of Light. So you can find us in both locations, um, which is really great. Hi, Shannon. Um, so Under the Rowan Tree is separated into two parts. Uh, I revamped it a little bit. The first half hour, um, we're going to look at different things and talk about them and learn some information. And then the second half, uh, we're going to be interactive. Like, for example, today, we're going to do a little, since today is the full moon, we're going to do a little full moon um, meditation. Um, so stay tuned for that and work that with me. Uh, but I'm really excited and I hope that you are as well. But, sorry, got my water. And I'm not, I didn't have my coffee tonight. So 
I've got hot chocolate. And as always, in any of our shows, I am doing um, readings. And if you see at the bottom, they will be from the cauldron um, because I have it easily accessible. I, I just have to go over there and get whatever kind of divination I need. Um, but that is always an option. I do not mind doing a reading in, um, in the middle of, of a lesson. I will follow up my thought though. So give me time. All right. So let's get started, shall we? This is, this is my notebook that had all of my lessons from under the Rowan tree in it. And it's just a little bit of behind the scenes information. So I've started some, started it new and I'm ready. Today I want to talk about a couple of different things. Um, since it is the last full moon of the year, it is called the cold moon. It, the full moon is in Gemini and it'll hit full status at about 11 p.m. tonight. So this is why it's kind of neat to throw in this little interactive uh, meditation later on. Yeah, we definitely need some stress relief. So hopefully that's what we, we can do to tonight. Um, if you're not sure where the moon is, find it. Okay. I just, I like the idea that Under the Rowan Tree falls number one, first episode on a full moon, and here in a few weeks, uh, it'll be Yule, and so that episode is going to be all about Yule and traditions and things like that. Um, before, before we get into, um, I don't know which way. Which one do you want to talk about first? I will leave it up to you. Do you want to talk about the moon and the full moon energies? Or you do want to talk um, holiday cryptids? Because <laughs> yeah, I'm prepared for both. And what I mean by holiday cryptids, uh, we're, we are going to talk about uh, Krampus, the Yule Cat, um, Gira ones like that yes yes the full moon is tonight at 11 p.m is is the full time so we are merely hours away okay let's talk let's talk uh holiday monsters so krampus night was just a couple of nights ago uh, the, uh on monday night and so I'm curious of how you celebrated. If you did anything special, hi Brenda. Um, if you did anything special and what are your holiday traditions? Because in this house, um, on Krampus night, we put up the tree, set out the Yule log, the Yule goat, um, I have a, set of antlers um that i set up um i do I've, i'm very in i'm i'm an ancestral type person so 
I pull from from all types of my ancestry. I have Scottish, I have English, I have Germ Germanic. So I've got all of those traditions that I incorporate. So Krampus is definitely one. We leave out because it's it's us and we it's always dark chocolate. Um last year there was some kettle corn along with that dark chocolate. This year the kettle corn wasn't but it's always Bud Light and um, dark chocolate. Krampus seems to like the moonshine. If I leave out a little shot of moonshine, seems to like it pretty well, which is which is nice. Um, do you incorporate stories into your with your young ones? Oh, awesome. Okay. So Krampus night, we used to put the tree up each year. No room for one this year, but I let them decorate the hanging tree. I made wonderful. You know what? Even if you, let me tell you what I did our first year. Um, I made stockings out of cardboard and just markers and decorative and just boop, taped it to the wall. If you want to be festive, you can create it out of anything. A piece of paper, you can, you know, anything. Um, we made paper crafts this year, like the, the paper people, like the string of people, and like the snowflakes. I made a really big one. Lydia colored it and took it to school for her um her ornament for the school tree so it was I, I really like that they did that i mean they get their ornament back but um so we we leave that out and the little one writes a letter um and she's a pretty good kid so don't she doesn't really have anything to apologize for what she did apologize for because she drew a really you know, nice family picture. When she was tearing it out of the notebook, she ripped the page and then wrote on the letter, I am sorry it ripped as I was pulling it out of the notebook. Like, I'm sorry, Krampus, you know, I meant this to be perfect. I'm sorry it wasn't perfect for you. See, then that's perfect. Our first Christmas or Yule in West Virginia, as a family, I used construction paper and made a tree. That's perfect. And we were even going to talk about um, taking the construction paper and making the links, you know, just taking the strip of paper and then linking them together. Like we, we've all done that. We did that whenever we were kids. So it's, it's really interesting. Um, since this is the month of December, I want to go through various, you know, traditions and and how we did it. Um, but Krampus, they call him the evil demon anti-Santa. And all he really does is come and punish 
for not doing good. And this is a theme with many of them for the ho this holiday season. And um, as a tool to encourage good behavior in children, Santa serves as a carrot and Krampus as the stick. But they used to make Krampus costumes out of whatever they had in the area. Um, okay, another one. And and I love this one, the Yule Cat. And like the Yule Cat is literally going to eat you if you don't work hard. I, I mean, I love that. It is the Yule Cat or, and I am not even going to try to pronounce this name. I'm just going to call it the Yule Cat or the Christmas Cat because that's what they called it. Um, but it is um, Icelandic. In area, it encouraged children to work hard. Parents told the tale of the Yule Cat, saying that it would tell who the lazy children were because they did not have at least one new item of clothing for Christmas. So that's where that tradition comes from. So it's not just all about toys, it's about one new clothing item. Um, these children. If they did not have at least one new clothing item, if they could not afford it, then these children would be um, sacrificed to the Yule Cat. So it spurs children into doing their chores and um, that's also where it comes to giving clothing and stuff to those of less fortunate. I'm not gonna say I, I, I don't like any other like that um what about the austrian witch frau perchta um hands out rewards and punishments during the 12 days of christmas um and she is best known for a gruesome punishment of the sinful rip out your internal organs and replace them with garbage Okay, that's that's pretty bad. Um, they say that there may be some uh, connection between her and Lava Fauna, but La Lava Fauna is a good witch, and we love Lava Fauna. That is a uh, tradition that I like to celebrate. No, I do not have any Italian background, um, but I do like to honor the Christmas witch, and that's pretty much about the only time that um, our group can get together to do anything is during that time period. What about Belsnickel? Because Belsnickel is from Germany, but also the Pennsylvania Dutch Appalachian region as well. So is this something that um, you, you may have heard locally? Uh, it comes to children sometime before Christmas wearing tattered old clothing and raggedy fur. Belsnickel carries a switch to frighten children and candy to reward them for their good behavior. Um, in modern visits, the switch is only used for noise and to warn children they still have time to be good for Christmas. 
then all the children get the candy if they are polite about it. So Bellasnickel isn't really bad. It just kind of reminds you, hey, be good, and, uh, and you'll be rewarded for it. That's one, you know, because it's an Appalachian one, that, that should be one that I think would be good for our area. Um, okay, this one is one from uh, France. Hans Trap, or uh, is another anti-Santa, um, said that he, the legend has it that he was a real man, rich, greedy, evil, you know, kind of like Scrooge, right? Um, that he worshiped Satan and was executed, excommunicated from the Catholic Church. He was exiled into the forest where he preyed upon children, disguised as a scarecrow with jaw strutting, with straw jutting out from his clothing. He was about to eat one boy he captured when he was struck by lightning and killed. A punishment from his own God. So he visits young children before Christmas dressed as a scarecrow to scare them into good behavior. Why does that sound like a really good horror movie? Like I would, I would watch that. Um, another French one: an evil butcher who craved children to eat. This is where this is where they get witches eating children. It, it wasn't us. It was these creatures that people fought up to scare kids. The Yule Lads, and I'm not even going to... Right, right. They totally should make these into movies. Hey, Tracy. Um, the Yule Lads, I'm not going into because they are a part of the, of the 12 Days of Yule, which I will go over in a future episode. And Grilla is the mother of the Yolas, and she is the one that they answer to. Um, I, again, it's Yule. These are all Icelandic. Um, but Grilla was uh, the ogre who were ogress. I'm sorry. Let me be correct about it. Uh, kidnaps, cooks, and eats children who don't obey their parents. So, yeah, there we have it. Again, a, you know, creature who eats children. Like, I'm so frustrated by that. I mean, like, I know it was before our time. But you know what? A lot of things happened before our time that need to be changed. And... We need to do that. We need to step up and do that. Mug for the evening. Witches be crazy. I can handle this witch on a broom as long as I don't have to see the green face witch on a broom. Or the gnarly face witch on a broom. I can't stand that. This is one of my things. All right.
Right, right. You know, Grilla. Grilla. Um, she had seven big boys. And let me tell you something. The Yule lads, I'm just going to say it, were not very good. They were the anti-seven doors. Okay? I think this is where the inspiration for Snow White and the Seven Dwarfs came. They were like, let's give this a good story. <laughs> so, um, anyway, okay, so let's finish this time out and uh, I'll talk about the full moon, what's happening right now. And then in the second part, we will we'll have our interactive um, section. Um, so the full cold moon in Gemini, this is where we're at. Um, like I said, it peaks at 11 p.m. tonight. I know I keep saying that, but I want to remind you. Um, this is a great time to rethink your focus um, on where your time, energy, and your passions are being directed. Um, are you putting yourself first? And these things are actually keep coming up in my card of the day. So if you're following along with them, then I really truly feel like you're on your own special journey and path of healing. Um, just to sit and go through and do these little exercises. Like, you know what? I'm just going to say this. Everything that I'm doing right now from my blogs, to my card of the day, to th now this show under the Rowan tree. It's all about sharing information and guidance and growing on your journey. And that is exactly the work that I do. And not many people book with me, I think maybe because I put myself out there too much. But if I don't put myself out there, then how are you going to know that I'm the right person for you to come and talk to. Just saying. Okay. Um, so now's the time to explore putting, putting yourself first. So if you haven't had a break in a while, and I get it, this is the height of retail season. And if you are working retail, bless you. Bless you. I love you. I see your pain. And I, I, I don't go out this time of year. If I need anything this time of year, I order it or do pick up because I'm not going out there and dealing with people. They are people out there right now are some of the rudest and in, most inconsiderate people they've ever seen in your life. Um, okay, so um, that being said, I want you to pick up upon your journey whenever it is best for you to do. Just know that I am here and the skills that you see me put forward are ones that um, you can use to help you. Okay, so, all right, I am going to take a little break and clear my throat because we are going to come back and get into a 
full cold moon in Gemini interactive meditation. And um, I, I hope you join me and I hope it helps. So I'll be right back. Welcome back, goblins! My name is Jason, and I am the host of the Esoteric Book Club, a podcast that examines titles on the magical, paranormal, the mysterious, and the strange. I release two episodes a month in which I review books on esoteric topics, recap news of the weird, and conduct interviews with authors, practitioners, and experiencers. The Esoteric Book Club can be found on every major podcast service or can be streamed directly from esotericbookclub.org. Hi, I'm Tracy Van. I provide a blended reading consisting of mediumship, psychic, and tarot cards. A reading from me can cover any guidance you need from relationships with your partner or your family, spiritual, financial, any questions you may need clarity on. If you would like to book an appointment with me, check out my website, tracyvan.com. That's T-R-A-C-Y-V-A-N-N.com. I have bookings from 15 to 60 minutes you may choose from. That helps if you just have a quick question, need an answer, or if you're looking for a reading in more depth, I'm here to provide the guidance and clarity for you. Uh, let's just figure it out. Bye. Hi, Techie Joe here. I work with Ace and Knight and some of the best psychics in West Virginia to create amazing live streams and podcasts for the Psychic Coffee Shop Network. Together, we brew up great content discussing news, events, hot topics, and more, all from a psychic perspective. On The Psychic Coffee Shop, we interview amazing authors in the metaphysical realm. Coffee and Tea combines Asen with Tracy, Dottie, Natalie, or Lady Gwendolyn for the good and the bad of being a psychic. Shameless self-promotion with Dottie the Psychic talks to leading and emerging YouTubers and business owners in our community. Mountain Bears brings you the latest in LGBT news and politics. The Psychic That Plans answers the question of, well, how a psychic plans. Plus, we're live on air. We take your comments and your questions, including psychic advice questions. Check out our amazing programming, book an appointment with top psychics, and find out all the wonderful things we have to offer at PCSBnetwork.com today. Hi, I'm Ace and Knight. I provide tarot readings covering everything from love and relationships to your life questions and your most spiritual answers. And also, I provide a lot of guidance and finances and divorces and all those relationship problems. So, if you'd like to get a reading from me privately, not on air, you can feel free to do so by visiting aceandnight.com and booking your appointment. I also provide on-demand services, so if your life is a little chaotic, you can go ahead and click that call now button there on my site, right for a quick answer question. All right, guys, back to the show. Enjoy.
All right, everybody, I am back. And man, I, I'm looking at myself on the screen and this streak of gray is just, whoo. But gray is beautiful and I am allowing myself to fully em, em, embrace my age. I am 43 years old now. Had to take a minute to think about it. 43 years old now and I am just trying to use my experience and my knowledge um, to help other people. Um, before I go into this interactive meditation, um, I want to tell you a little bit about Rowan Temple of Light and what we do. Uh, I, I personally started hosting gatherings in 2012, so for 12, 10 years now. And um, it has been a long journey. Even when I took two years and moved to Pennsylvania, I was still driving back home and having gatherings on the weekends whenever I was visiting. So the time that I was setting aside to visit with family, I was also celebrating with my spiritual family as well. And with Rowan Temple of Light, that's what I found. Um, the journey to become a high priestess started in 2014, um, whenever I became a priestess. Um, and then 2016, it became a high priestess. 2017 is whenever Rowan Temple of Light became, came to life September 1st. That's right, Rowan Temple of Light is a Virgo, um, because that's what we do. Um, we work on building community and worked really hard at trying to develop that open door policy with the community and being the best at what you want, trying to give you what you want. And if it ever comes a time that I am not able to give you what the community wants, I'll I'll back down and and I'll you know I'll step away. But right now I don't feel like I am in need of that drastic change. Um but like I said, if it ever comes to that that's that's what, what it'll be. I'll, I'll seclude and it'll be time for someone else to step up. Um, I am seeing a lot of people want to do things and step up and create uh, special places for the communities to get together um, from like in areas that you don't normally hear about. In West Virginia Pagan community, that's what I encourage. And over there, number one, it is a place for you to post your business. Number two, it is a place to find an event near you or online that you can attend or an option for you to create something yourself. Because if you are reaching out to other people, imagine a bulletin board. This is an online bulletin board. This is for the people, by the people. You know, this is your free media to use, your space. Um, 
Then I, I lost my complete train of thought there. Uh, <laughs> <coughs> but um, but yeah, if, if it and, and it's just something that I wanted to put out there. If the time ever comes that I feel like I'm not able to give the community what it needs and um, someone else can step up, then I will step. I will step. Um, I wanted, I wanted to put that out there, but Rowan Temple of Light, we, we have shows like this under the Rowan tree, um, and on March 25th, we do Pagan Day of Prayer, and right now we have the event Central West Virginia Pagan Pride. And that is on August 19th of this year at Holly Gray Park. So please come out and support your community with that. Um, the fundraiser. Oh, the fundraiser. Okay, so it is now over. And we do have a couple of people that bid. Um, so those items will be going out this week as soon as I contact the people and they pay. Um, their their bid and shipping um then i will get those sent out um there was a lot of merchandise that did not go out um with with the fundraiser so those pictures will now be going up on the rowan temple of light product um listing and um on our facebook page and um so you'll be able to purchase them at a set price because while i did make it to where during the auction you could you could offer five bucks and get get whatever was on there um nobody took the option so now i'm gonna have to set a regular price for it and to and i will take some of the merchandise to events with me um, the next event that I will be at is at the Yule Market and Ball on December 17th. So that is next weekend um, at Vice Versa in Morgantown. And I'm going to put this out there. With the current situation that is happening all over i fully me personally and i'm sure the rest of our community well will as well i personally feel as though the yule ball if someone tries to do anything um while we are there we will intervene on behalf of the pagan and lgbtq community because i feel like we are intertwined we are open and loving of each other and accepting and uh i feel like it's our job to stand up and support you know and, and be there you know to protect each other um so while I don't want anything like that to happen, I don't want any protesters. I want us to just go and have a great time. Um, that is something that is weighing on my mind. But I have no problem 
bum rushing someone. <laughs> I'm going to take them down. I don't care. I mean business. Uh, yeah, so anyway. All right, so let's get into the meditation. But yes, please come to the Yule Market and Ball. Um, come for the market, stay for the balls, right? That's that's the plan. Uh, we need this. We need a good night out. We need a night to where we can just unwind and relax and have a couple of drinks and be ourselves. And I think it's going to be really good for all of us. So if you're coming, uh, let us know um, in the event. And um, yeah, we, I think we still have a couple spaces available. Oh, give me a minute. Still have back issues. <laughs> um, anyway. We still have a couple uh, vendor spots available. If you are looking for last minute place, then we we got you. All right. So Mars is still in retrograde. Let's just focus now. Mars is still in retrograde. So it means our aggression and sexuality and frustrations and that primal instinct is all, all very still up and crazy right now. With the full moon in Gemini, Gemini being ruled by Mercury, this is something that we need to focus on right now. So this is this is the purpose of this meditation. <clears throat> so I have a little uh, bracelet thing here for whenever we were uh, doing West Virginia Dancing Witches, which is still available if someone wants to um, join in and and take that on because my body just can't handle it anymore. clear the throat because we are going to be focusing on communication which is the throat chakra i got my kyanite wand here so oh i love hey look at the color difference i actually am wearing red wow the the, the color difference is amazing okay anyway so what you're going to do, and you're going to do this three times before the full moon, so with me, or to at least, or do it whenever you can see the moon, during the full moon, which I said, again, is 11 p.m. tonight, and, um, and then one after the full moon. So you can do it tonight, you know, throughout. But this meditation requires you to know where the moon is and moon bathing and you don't have to be naked to moon bathe okay you just need to be able to visualize the moon and the rays just shining on you so if it's too cold to go out outside stand in the window where the moon uh beams are coming in isn't that funny how it's called moon beams and sun rays i'll i'll do a, a thing on that i'll research that at some point in time uh that's an interesting thought but anyway okay so the vocalization let's do that first 
The vocalization for the throat chakra is I, like you're saying I, and I know I go through this one a lot, but it has really been helping me. So let me start this. <clears throat> I can't do three things at once. <laughs> Are you as coordinated? <sighs> and if you can try to hold one one base of it it doesn't sound like i'm able to this evening but at least i'm i'm recognizing my faults and i'm calling myself out um you can only heal if you are willing to accept your faults <clears throat> that was better you do that three times Imagine the moonbeams coming in to you and filling you up. I like to do the tornado method where I feel like the light is coming in and shining on me and doing a tornado, like circulating through me to <clears throat> kind of, while it's swirling, picking up the negative energy, and it's swirling and then swirling and then releasing from me, just like, like a burst of energy, like, like that's how I like to imagine it. But you can also imagine the moonbeams uh, washing from your head to your feet and letting it flow out of you, just flow. Um, So while you're going to clear your throat, you're going to moon bath, cleanse. Now you're going to sit in that, and you don't have to be in a meditative state. You can just, like I said, even if you're standing in a window, that's fine. But just stand there and let it, let the light shine on you. And think about your intention. And since we're doing our throat chakra, what can you say? How can you communicate better with someone? Um, what's your intention? That's what you focus on. And you can do that just for a few minutes and then let the moonbeams wash over you again just to kind of circle in and tighten you up, seal that in, seal in that intention. And you're and then that's it. That's all you do. And you're gonna like I said, you do that three times. Before the full moon, during the full moon, or 
and you know, we're after the full moon. So my suggestion is when uh, the show is over with, go find the moon, do it. When you get up in the morning, do it. Tomorrow night before you go to bed, do it. That's your three times, before, during, and after. That is my suggestion. Do it, do it however you want to. If you want to be that person at 11 o'clock tonight because you haven't gone to bed yet, do it. Then that's fine. That's it. You do you, babe. I love you, and your magic is how you present it to be. Um, your magic is however you need it to be. All right, so we are at the 45-minute mark, and I'm just going to follow up with a little bit of something. I don't know, and then, then we'll close it out for the night. And you all let me know what you think of these under the Rowan Tree chats. Okay, so... Um, you can find me every Wednesday night between from now until April live at 8 p.m. Wednesday nights at 8 p.m. The only time you're not going to see me is during the summertime. And I do take that time off because it's festival season and I have events to do, babe, because I'm out there fundraising because every bit of money that I make but from doing readings to my access bars, to my Reiki, to the power forms, my crystal healing, sound healing, all of my stuff that I that I do and offer, all of those proceeds go toward Central West Virginia Pagan Pride. I am not afraid to work for it. Um, the Yule Fall and Market um, was an idea that. Um, was offered and I couldn't really say no to it. The fact that um, it was it's an event to support uh, Central West Virginia Pagan Pride. So the fact that the community is getting behind us, I couldn't be more thankful for. Um, I'm so appreciative. It means that People are seeing how hard I'm working and they want to give me opportunities to where things are a little bit easier on me. And I, I greatly appreciate that. That's my love language, y'all. Y'all making me happy. <clears throat> oh, sorry. <clears throat> Clearing up that throat chakra, y'all. It ain't easy. But then you're able to say the things that you need to say, right? So, Wednesday nights, you can find me here. On Mondays, um, well, every day of the week, I am doing the um, card of the days. I... On Tuesday, I do Trauma Ontario, which I totally missed this week. I totally forgot that it was Tuesday, I guess. Um, so I didn't do a Trauma Ontario this week, so I'll have to make up for that tomorrow. And um, 
I have started a new series. So if you haven't seen it yet, there is a playlist on my Lady Gwendolyn YouTube, and it's under Wednesday Adams. Now, if you are a fan of the Adams family, um, this is something that you might enjoy. Um, I have went through and done the research. So if you follow, like I follow along, I've always been curious, when is Wednesday's birthday? As someone who looks into astrology, I've always wondered, when, when was she born? In the new show, it said, and it has said that she was born on Friday the 13th. Okay, that narrows it down a little bit. <clears throat> so, I mean, her name, her whole name is Wednesday Friday Adams. Friday's her middle name. And so we narrowed it down and I created a birth chart for Wednesday Adams. Now, this is based on her character not the actresses, um, Jenna Ortega or Christina Ritchie. This is the fictional character, Wednesday Adams. Although we do love her and we wish she wasn't uh, fictional because she she plays in our hearts so well. Um, but we're, we're going through uh, her chart, her sun, her moon, her rising. Um, like today we talked about her Venus yesterday. We talked about her Mars. Um, and, and it's, it's showing. I mean, like as, as someone working with astrology, it's very interesting to have a look at this and be like, oh, wow. Okay. And I will also be doing her human design chart. Um, that is something that I work with as well that you'll be seeing more of. So this is why I'm doing her because I can work with astrology charts and I can work with human design charts to help you on your path, you know, as a shadow practitioner, these are the tools that I want to use to help you achieve your best self. So you're going to see me use these tools during this whole Adam, Adam Wednesday. Wednesday Adams uh, playlist. So I am releasing a video a day on it. Um, and it is really cute. Like I, I'm having some fun with it. So if you're interested in astrology at all, or I mean, at least to see, you know, the similarities in how her sign is 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 showing and telling and let me tell you something she's got a lot of Sagittarius in her chart and with it being Sagittarius season they picked a great time to release it so uh, I, I mean like I think <laughs> sorry sorry that was kind of funny um, so anyway, 
I am going to, I believe, close it out for the night. Uh, I've been here for almost an hour. We have went through a lot of information. And I think, I, I hope that you have enjoyed the first episode, new episode, the reformatted under the Rowan Tree. Um, and I think next Wednesday, I want to talk about crystals. And I don't, I'm, you're not going to see me pull out an amethyst or a rose quartz or a quartz. No, these are going to be um, stones that you don't normally see. Um, and we'll go through the properties of it. And then the interactive portion, uh, we will do a crystal meditation or a crystal working um, with them as well. That is the new format for Under the Rowan Tree. I hope you have enjoyed it. And I will see you next week. Uh, next week, I will be on live two times. Um, Under the Rowan Tree on Wednesday night. And then Coffee and Tea with Asen on Thursday night. So I will be seeing you then. Stay tuned for more content from the PCSD Network. Thank you. Love you and good night.